Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is episode 584 of the Pancakes and Power Slam show. I am Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another awesome, awesome, fun time as we do each and every week, each and every week. Dr. C, the PMP, with my bros, with my sisters, with my misters, and my missus. Uh, Wishing you the best wishes. Serving you like dishes. The best platter on the plate. Uh, don't be late. But stay up late with me and P and P and P. Yeah, let's go, everybody. 584 episodes of the Pancakes and Power Slam show. I am here live broadcast and on podcast. Log Talk Radio, be sure to listen to the podcast on the archives. But for those who want to ask questions live to me to listen to for the podcast, be sure to hop on that YouTube channel, Pancakes and Power Slams. Subscribe so you can ask your questions here. Uh, and do not fear. Uh, don't be here better to be here to be there than to be there beware don't beware just playing i'm just playing that's what i'm saying uh what i'm praying let's go everybody having fun as always great time with pmp let's go 584, uh, giving you some more, like every other week, uh, PMP, yo, the Dr. C, and the PMP Nation, as always, on your airways. What's going on, everybody? We got the comments loaded and locked in just like every single week. Of course, live on Blog Talk Radio podcast, but we are also live on my YouTube channel and Facebook channel, Pancakes and Power Slams. We got a bunch of questions ready to be asked. Of course, the hashtag is hashtag AskDoc for your questions to be answered. And be sure to like share, subscribe, and let the people know about Pancakes and Power Slams. All right. Let's, let's start with 
Rorito. So the main topic today is, is the Judgment Day breaking up? Their breakup in the Judgment Day. Rorito's already ready. Ask the question. My belief is Priest will leave Judgment Day and newest member will be J.D. McDonough. That is his thoughts on it, actually. Um, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Priest leaving Judgment Day would, would make them so much weaker because Priest is a amazingly strong member of the Judgment Day. He's the muscle. He's the heavy. J.D. McDonough, J.D. McDonough is smaller than Finn Balor is, and Finn Balor is a relatively small guy. So if you're trading Priest for J.D. McDonough and still trying to make the faction look strong, that's a wrong move. That's a, that's a bad move. I don't think they're going to split up anytime soon. I, I do think – I mentioned this on the Raw post-show of what I think is going to happen. I think they're going to try to make some type of riff, kind of. I do see a triple threat match happening at Money in the Bank. I, I do see that. I do see – I would have preferred Priest and Rollins because I do think Priest needs to get his shine because you're throwing Finn Balor in matches again doesn't really mean nothing, hasn't really built up a lot of equity lately to even have a, a title spot. Um, it doesn't, that just, that just didn't make sense of why that is the case. But for the sake of the Judgment Day, I do think we'll see a triple threat. I, think, I do think we can see a triple threat. I'm not sure if we will see it, but I do think we can see a triple threat match. Now, does this give Priest shine? I think that it takes away some shine from Priest because I do think it should have been a singles match. That, that's my that's my take on it. I do think this should have been a singles match between um, Priest and Seth Rollins. Now, does this lead to Judgment Day somehow winning the title? I doubt it. I doubt it. However, by the time Money in the Bank comes, it'll be, uh, what, six-week reign, five-week reign, somewhere around there, of Seth Rollins, which will be a short reign. I just don't see Finn Balor becoming champion. Um, he was. He, it was a moment where he was coming from NXT, uh, he he was a babyface. His his main roster run wasn't tarnished when he became Universal Champion. It was a fresh face, which I do appreciate. So that Finn Balor from then compared to today's Finn Balor are two different Finn Balors as far as how they've treated him as as far as just on the books is concerned. So. I don't see the same Finn Balor. Uh, so I just I don't see it, man. I, I just don't see it as far as him being a world champion again. Damian Priest, he's never been world champ, so here's his opportunity. And I, I do think, I do see a triple threat match happening. However, though, I'm just not, I, I just, that doesn't wow me. That doesn't intrigue me much i don't care about a possible or a tease of a judgment day breakup or judgment day implosion i I don't care about that like 
it, it just to me it, it feels like a, a great value version of the the bloodline breakup. Do, do you want an implosion storyline on Raw because you have an implosion storyline on SmackDown? The bloodline implosion storyline is leaps and bounds better than any type of tease within breaking up the Judgment Day. The founder of the Judgment Day was kicked out, and the Judgment Day 2.0 isn't better than Judgment Day 1.0. Now, Dominic being there is best for business, but he could have done that with Edge, though. So, you know, it's it's one of those things like Dominic isn't Dominic because of Finn or, or Priest. I mean, Dominic just... He fell in being that just snobby, snot-nosed kid that is super hateable because he's just that bratty kid who still complains about his dad, although his dad has done so many good things and positive things for him. He still finds something to complain about. That's an amazing hill, however you want to put him. So I don't think that... Finn Balor or Damian Priest was the contributors of Dominic getting the heat that he that he has. He's just it was just the right place at the right time, man. Like he's just getting just a ton of heat, which is great for him. So eh, I, I just any type of Judgment Day implosion, anything to me is just it just feels super great value like it feels like a knockoff fago version of the bloodline and yeah I'm, I'm just not i'm not into it man do i feel priest we're gonna he's pushed out the departing judgment day uh see they're not really doing a good job pushing them now even even in the judgment day i i think that he can have a great um oh man this thing is only Uh, like 10 minutes or 15 minutes long. So without further ado, hey, for those listening to PNP on the podcast, you got your short version for some reason within the blog talk radio. It only allowed for um, a lot less. Maybe we can change it. Okay, here we go. I think maybe we changed it. Okay, here we go. There we go able to change it real quick okay i'll see you very nice just like that we were able to change it to longer it's okay cool 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 <clears throat> cool getting back into getting acclimated with blog tech radio i think i i think i changed it. i think i was able to successfully extend the time of the of the podcast i think i did it if not so long if if so uh continue to join us here on pancakes and power slams uh, so as far as uh, going back to Priest, do I think he'll get a huge push after departing Judgment Day? Uh, I don't. It depends on how he's getting booked. It depends on how he's getting booked. As a heel, he I think I think he needs Judgment Day to help him in that regard. As far as keeping his heel run. If he were to break off as a babyface again, uh, I think that he could get a Razor Ramon style push. 
Actually, I think that he can get a bigger push than Razor Ramon because Razor, Razor Ramon never won the world championship. I see a lot of the trajectory of Razor Ramon and Damian Priest. Uh, minus the fact that Priest came up in the main roster as a as a uh, as a babyface with Bad Bunny, and then he turned heel. You know, he won the mid card championship, then he turned heel. Uh, so minus that, I see a lot of trajectory similarities when it comes to Damian Priest's push, similar to R- Razor Ramon. In '92, uh, Razor Ramon was a a mid card slash upper mid card heel uh he he had the the tag match with him and flair against perfect and savage at survivor series of 92 93 he ended up going against bret hart for the world for the wwe championship so he had a, a solid trajectory as a heel and then he ended up turning babyface and having an amazing um upper mid-card status as a as a babyface. The only thing is they never pulled the trigger uh, and pulled the switch on him becoming world champion. That's the problem that I had with the trajectory of Razor Ramon. I know that substance abuse and things like that, you know, that got in the way, um, specifically after his jump to WCW because, you know, curtain call and then that leads to uh, a jump over to WCW uh, with Kevin Nash so could could Razor Ramon had been world champion if he would have stayed a little longer um, you know him and Nash were both money guys and clearly the money was right when it came to WCW uh, and the re- return on investment with Nash and Hall ended up being very well because it spawned the New World Order, which uh, helped WCW defeat Raw for 83 weeks, or at least Raw not defeating. It was more it's more like Raw not defeating uh, WCW for 83 weeks. I think, if I'm not mistaken, there uh, a tire uh, a tire few there uh, as well and some preemptive things that didn't do head to head as far as the the Monday Night Wars as well but WWE was unable to beat WCW for 83 weeks I mean that is true and NWO had a lot to do with that Scott Hall had a lot to do with that so would he have been champion Razor Ramon Um, I think possibly Possibly, you know, and then you, and then here's another question was Razor Ramon or was Scott Hall in, in WCW because he was in such close affiliation with Kevin Nash, was he overshadowed by Kevin Nash at any time in his career as far as who should be world champ? I'll be interested in knowing that. Like I've been, I've interviewed Eric Bischoff many, many times and I would, I would be interested in asking him. Uh, was there ever any talks of um, uh, having Scott Hall become the world champion? Um, I might text him that. It's, it's still it's, it's late Eastern, but he's still, I think he's on mountain time. It was a couple hours. It's still relatively late there, too. Maybe, maybe when it gets a little, 
earlier, one time, soon. Remind me, tweet me at Chris Prolific. Remind me to text Eric about that uh, per our conversation, per my uh, question asked on PNP, uh, was there ever, ever any consideration of um, got Hall become WCW champion at all? I know he won the World World War Three uh, pay per view to get the title shot. If I'm not mistaken, he went against Sting. Was it Sting or Savage? I think it was Sting. If I'm not mistaken, uh, one of them, <clears throat> Sting or Savage. But he didn't. I know he got he won World War Three, um, but he wasn't able to cash cash it in successfully. Um, Ninety seven, he won World War Three. So yeah, so Scott Hall won. So he won. Yeah, okay, so Uncensored 98 is when he went against um, Sting, yeah, and, he, and, and Sting beats uh, Scott Hall. That's what it was, yeah, Uncensored. So he was able to cash in his title shot at Uncensored 98 and lost. So that's as close as he got to becoming WCW champion. So, as far as, uh, yeah, interesting, interesting conversation about Scott Hall. But as far as Davian Priest is concerned, I, I do think that he has a uh, much. I, I think he has a, a, a great opportunity to become world champion. I think he should. I think he should. I think he's put a lot of reps in, especially putting Bad Bunny over twice. One tagging with him, and the other. Um, going against them and and putting him over. Uh, I'm doing well. I'm a uh, long day, <laughs> long day as always uh, with therapy and uh, prepping for two shows, doing the graphics for PNP, doing the countdown stuff for PNP, doing the countdown stuff for Unscripted, uh, making sure I'm talking to, you know, getting everything together as far as, prepping for both shows and getting Ken Anderson, you know, giving him the information, laying it out for him. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, a lot. And so every time I come to PNP, it's like home stretch home PNP's home stretch to me. It's like a job well done. Uh, Tuesdays are my longest days. Mondays are uh, just about there, too. Um, Mondays and Tuesdays are just about equal as far as long days. I work about 12 and a half hours with my therapy and podcasting together. and But I am done later on Tuesdays, though. So, um, yeah, man, put in work, but I do it for you. And that's why I'm here every single week for PNP. So with that being said, hey, if you have not become a patron on Pancakes and Power Slams, I put in the work to answer your questions. This is the most interactive chat in the whole entire universe when it comes to pro wrestling. And uh, I appreciate you. You know, we don't do any type of, uh, you know, clauses or any types of strings attached uh, when it comes to this stuff. 
But if you have it in your heart to become a patron and show your appreciation for the hard work that I do to put into this show for you to be interactive, be sure to uh, subscribe, patreon.com slash pancakes and power stamps. Thank you very much. Dana Brooke was on NXT, and Rollins is going to defend the title against Braun. What? Rollins is going to defend the title against Braun. Rollins is going to defend... What? Not surprised that Dana Brooke was on NXT, but Seth Rollins is defending the World Heavyweight Championship against Braun Breaker? What? So, Braun Breaker challenges. So, we're going to get Braun Breaker versus Seth Rollins on NXT for the World Heavyweight Championship. Or is Braun... What? Okay, so he wants him to come to NXT and defend the title on NXT. Hold on. I'm listening to it now. Um, what in the world? <laughs> it's, just, it's just, I don't understand it. I don't. <laughs> so Braun wants him to come to NXT to defend the title. Not on a pay-per-view, on NXT, though. Okay. Okay. So Baron Corbin is going against Ilya Dragunov. So Ali is still putting in reps in in it back in NXT. Okay. It is really hard to follow NXT. <laughs> if I'm not I haven't seen it I haven't seen it from a weekly standpoint for so long. And so it's really, really difficult to like keep up with it because I haven't I haven't for so long. So yeah. So you have Braun Breaker. So you have Seth Rollins, the main roster champion. So forget NXT champion. I couldn't beat Carmelo Hayes. I lost the title against Carmelo Hayes. And I lost the rematch. So I can't go against Carmelo because I lost to him. So I didn't earn that. But somehow I feel like I've earned a world heavyweight championship spot against Seth Rollins, who is the main roster raw champion. But the developmental NXT champion, I couldn't get past, but somehow I'm, a contender for the world champion. And I want the world champion of Raw to come down to NXT to defend the championship. 
WWE's booking is incredibly confusing. Incredibly confusing. Trivia. Oh, did I have my trivia? I found my trivia bag, actually. But uh, it's over there, not over here. So uh, let's see. What's the next review? Money in the Bank. Let me. I'll give you Money in the Bank trivia. Money in the Bank trivia. Um, let's see. All right, here we go. Who was the very first Money in the Bank winner? Who was the very first Money in the Bank winner? There you go. There you go. Um, okay. What is still saying in the world? is so weird saying that it's okay this this podcast setup and how they're doing it is a bit confusing all right there's your trivia first money in the bank winner uh see these these lists man it's gonna it's gonna have to i'm gonna have to it takes a long time to think about those lists um let's see if i can think of this one real quick Top five favorite gimmicks of all time? Gimmicks? I don't have favorite gimmicks. I mean, Sting's my favorite wrestler. But as far as gimmicks, what do you mean by, what do you specifically mean by gimmicks? Because that word can be used for several things. So gimmicks. Like gimmicks, is like, Specify gimmicks for me. Was a shock solo turned on Jimmy? No, no, because I it was it was clear that he was pegged to be the the uh, heel in all of this, and I wasn't surprised that he was just being a heel again. What is it going to lead to? I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, we shall see. We shall see. Um, cool. Um, yeah, we shall see. We shall see. Thoughts on finger poke of doom? I think it was a horrible decision. Horrible decision, and uh, really was one of the things that killed uh, WCW as far as just overall. Momentum. I mean, talk about momentum killer. That was definitely one of the biggest momentum killers for W W W C W. Four movies of all time. Oof. Farley movies. A big Farley Farley guy. Whatever do live calling type show with fans of yours online. I used to. I actually uh my podcast, my Pancakes and Power Sam's podcast for the first um it's been a while. For it was it was live call-ins. Um, so yeah, I used to do live call-ins. I used to do live call-ins. The only thing is, I I, 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 I can't share my screen actually. 
and do a live call in. Um, hmm. All right. All right. It depends. It depends. Hmm. Consider. I'll, I'll consider. I'll consider Rorito <clears throat> do a, doing a live call in. Um, but I really want to bump my YouTube channel up. And so I don't want to get distracted from bumping up my YouTube channel. So for so long for PMP, I was helping other channels and featuring PMP on other channels. And now I broke out a few months ago to do exclusively my channel, my YouTube channel. I have definitely grown in subs, but I need to grow much, much more. So my goal uh, with the help of PMP Nation, uh, let's get a thousand subs before the summer's over. All right. So everybody who's watching this, share it and and let everybody know about PMP. Uh, let's get a thousand subs before the summer's over. All right. So my hand to your hand. Look, we are in this together, baby. So my project's your project, and your project is to bump. PMP subs to over a thousand by the end of the summer. All right. So September, late August, early September going into late end of summer, going to the fall. I want to see 1000 subs. And if we're not a thousand subs, you let me down. Let me down. Don't let me down. Don't let me down. My hand to your hand. Don't let me down for the gathering, baby. Don't let me down. All right, Reigns is going to People's Wrestling Channel. Reigns is going to be making a movie with Malachi Black. Oh, that's interesting. That should be very interesting. Rito, do you see Finn be getting betrayed by Dom in order for Dom to be new leader of Judgment Day? No, I don't see him being a leader of Judgment Day. Uh, I don't think his mic work is strong enough yet. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, Reigns' new title uh, hasn't... Uh, hasn't really clicked with me yet, man. It hasn't the gray backing. I just can't get with the, the, the huge WWE logo, the black, the black one, the one right there, right there. Um, I, I ended up being okay with that one, but, uh, like for me, it's just like, I grew the the black title grew on me, but the gray I mean the 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 gold backing, ugh, just that big old WWE logo and then a and then a gold back. I'm not a fan, man. It hasn't hasn't it doesn't do it for me. It doesn't do it for me. Like make the title look like the Intercontinental Championship. That is the one championship that just looks different than all the other ones because it looks like uh, a old-school belt. It looks like an old-school title, man. It's, it's, it's finely crafted, and it looks um, like a reputable championship, not some big WWE-stamped belt like uh, – not a fan. What type of match would you have to do uh, Brock Brock do versus Cody at SummerSlam? What type of match would you have Brock do versus Cody at SummerSlam? They'll probably do a strap match, like old school, dusty style strap match. Because 
Brock Lesnar, I mean, like Brock Lesnar getting pinned again. Like I don't, I don't see because Cody pinned Brock at um, Backlash, so I don't see Brock getting pinned twice. They'll probably do some type of stipulation match, and they'll probably do a strap match, something, something to that nature, like a bull rope match or a strap match or some something like that. Stipulation to actually protect Brock in a certain way. Uh, I can see that happening, uh, and then. Doing the Dusty Roads, Hall Times type of deal. Uh, do I feel like Solo would be the first to dethrone Roman? No, not even close. He's got a he's got a long way to go. Marita, what are three wrestlers you wish you would have interviewed that are no longer alive? Good question. Um, oof, I'm not sure. Scott Hall is one of them. Uh, Scott Hall was on my bucket list to, to interview. I never never got a chance to interview him. Um, the way I wish I would have interviewed. Uh, I mean, I can't think of anybody else. I can't really think of anybody else that I haven't interviewed that I wish I would have. I mean, Andre the Giant uh, keeps, like, surfacing like I would have really enjoyed interviewing Andre the Giant um hmm. Piper Piper would have been a good choice to interview yeah Piper or Dusty Dusty too actually Dusty's uh, one of my all time favorites so Dusty Piper Andre here's your there's your three Dusty Piper Andre Scott Hall too as a fourth so I'll give you one more who was uh, your top eight draws of all time in merchandise sales? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> top eight draws of all time? Uh, my top eight draws? I don't know. I, I can give you, I can Google the top eight draws of all time merchandise, merchandise sales. But I remember uh, having a Steve Austin shirt um, back in the day. This had to be, oof over 35 years ago so we're talking like 96 um i had an austin shirt 97 97 i had an austin shirt yeah yeah so this was yeah 97 or 90 yeah i think it was 97 97 98 somewhere around there 97 98 is one i think it was 97 that i had an austin shirt um i think and now i have a few i have a few Sting shirts. I have a Shinsuke Nakamura shirt. I was at an NXT event years ago, and I bought a Shinsuke shirt just because I like a Japanese print on it. It was pretty cool. I've got a Berserker shirt. I've got a Brock Lesnar shirt. That's because when uh, the Suplex City, you know, it was here type of deal when he was in Columbus. Um. What other shirts do I have? Um, I have a Jay Lethal shirt, but it was like made. It wasn't like a, it was like one of those tea companies that make shirts. Um, it was a pretty cool shirt. It was like basically like a six degrees to Jay Lethal type of deal. Like Jay Lethal, like this person beat this person who beat this person who Jay Lethal beat type of deal. It was pretty cool. Actually, um, 
I've met him in person. I've met him in person multiple times, and and in an ROH event um, when I went to see uh, ROH, I meant to say ROH at first, but when I when I went to an ROH event to see ROH, and I was doing some media for ROH, I saw him. He, he was doing a merchandise table, and uh, I was in. I was recording, and. I had the shirt on and he popped, he popped for it. He thought it was a, a great shirt. Um, I have a couple ROH shirts. I have a Jay Lethal shirt. I do have a Jay Lethal ROH shirt that says undisputed. Um, I think I wore it last week or a week before maybe. Um, or maybe I wore it on the Mom Monday show. So when he was the undisputed champion, he had the TV in the world championship. I bought that shirt. I actually also have an ROH shirt that has been autographed by a bunch of people. I think uh, when Scum was around, when Scum was real big, Scum um, autographed it. I believe a couple other people uh, autographed it. I have a bunch of autographs on that shirt. I can't read any of them, by the way, but <laughs> I have a bunch of autographs. And I have a real, one of my favorite shirts is actually this, the uh, print of the country, and it has like for every state that has like a wrestler's name that's from that state. Um, I think that was pretty cool. That's actually one of my favorite, if not my favorite. I have a Southpaw regional wrestling shirt. I have a WrestleMania shirt. But I think that the the states, the wrestling in the states, I think that that's Probably, if not my favorite, one of my favorites. All right, do I see Omos and Veer will get individual main event push in the future? No, I don't see any either one of them getting a uh, main event push in the future. No. Do I feel that WWE have Riddle dethrone Gunther? No, I don't think so. If they do, it will hurt Gunther's credibility going forward. No, I don't think Riddle's going to do that. <clears throat> do I think WWE sometimes do another type of screw job like they did with Brett? Nope. I don't see that happening because Brett was the pinnacle of it. Like there's just, I, I can't, I can't think of anybody in that type of realness when it comes to contractual issues to have that much reality in the, the contract issues to, to go, so what, you're going to go over AEW? You know what I mean? Like, there's a contractual dispute and you're going over AEW? Like, no. WCW and WWF at the time felt like even planes, felt like level planes. AEW doesn't feel like a level plane with WWE. So, um, I don't I don't know if any federation or promotion will ever feel like equal footing with WWE ever. I don't, I don't, I don't foresee that happening. It could, it should, but I don't foresee that happening. Sea rise in a house. Grandma passed away. Then your mom passed away six months later. Yikes, man. Sorry to hear that, man. It's so good to, I remember you, I remember your grandma passing, but man, sorry. So sorry to hear that, man. It's so good for, in the midst of all that, you decided to join us tonight. That, that that means a lot, man. Thank you so much for, for that. Definitely continued prayers uh, for the peace in your family, man, through that really tough, this really tough time. 
Uh, Tim Bruno's in the house. Tim Bruno likes to um, put Tim Bruno over. Uh, I said that Tim Bruno's in the house. Very nice. Tim Bruno's in the house. Thank you for your weekly contribution to PMP. Elvis, if you had full control of Raw, what for five or six matches you would make? These lists, man. Um, okay, so real quick, five or six matches. This is off the top of my head, man. I again for, for Raw. Um, I would do. Uh, uh, I can't even. With who they have, it's just so difficult to really do put put together everything, man. Uh, again, I would do Seth and Priest singles. Uh. Dom, I would put him. So again, I would do trios. I would do um, junior heavyweight championship. So again, I'll I'll stand by that. So I'll have a trios tournament, and I'll have a junior heavyweight tournament. So uh, in the shears, you know, up there, Imperiums up there, you know, there's there's trios that can happen, and then you have junior heavyweights, man. I would I would make. But you have J.D. McDonough, you know, I mean, you, you have Cedric Alexander. You have enough people to have a junior heavyweight division, like 225 or less, uh, 225 or less. There you go, man. I would, I would do a junior heavyweight division. I would have Dom win the junior heavyweight championship. Talk about already becoming one of the most important uh, as far as uh, must-see championships on Raw if you had a junior heavyweight championship with Dom as the champion? Oh, man. That's fantastic. That will automatically make the championship relevant. You have Dom with the junior heavyweight championship, and then you have Rhea with the SmackDown Women's Championship, both of them carrying championships. That would be some really good heat. Tim Bruno says, yes, Finn Balor is going to turn on Damian Priest, or Priest going to interfere one of Finn Balor matches, that is going to be it. Uh, I don't see a turn, man. I don't see either one of them having it being a successful babyface or heel right now with how they're booking him. I don't see either one of them benefiting from a turn. It needs to be gradual. It needs to have a lot of feeling in it. Otherwise, if it's just some knee-jerk turn, it's not going to work. Elvis, on Saturday, I met an Ohio State legend who played in the NFL in the 70s and 80s. Any guess who it was? Hint, he was drafted in 1974. Um, the only guess that I have for you is uh, Archie Griffin. That's all, that's all I have. Wait, so he played in the NFL in the 70s and 80s. Okay, yeah, yeah. Archie Griffin's my... I guess. Uh, if if they're hinting at another money in the bank cash in at a mid title, yeah, why have a paper you just do? I agree, man. Just do multiple money bank matches for entitles of the paper. The only thing is, like, 
that would make that would be overkill to me if you do multiple ones for each champion. So I do like the um I I, I do like the um fact that it's just one championship and that it creates that element of surprise. But you're cashing in on mid card titles. Didn't didn't Theory cash in on a mid card championship last year? Uh wasn't it Seth or something like that? I think it was then he then he win the he won the money in the bank and it was clear that he wasn't ready to become world champion which I think him winning the money bank was a, a bad call. And so, if I'm not mistaken, he cast it in for the U.S. championship, which is odd, super odd. Just a month away from birthday. Your birthday or mine? Because you're right about my birthday. It's a little under a month. Michael's in the building. After Raw went off the air, Rollins invited Priest into the ring to shake hands, which they did. Uh, my teasing the baby face. Uh, might be a big ruse. Might be a big ruse. Where's your Chris Jericho on screen graphic gone? Oh, that wasn't that wasn't a Chris Jericho. That was just a like a ra- random wrestling type of, uh, you know, stance, type, type, random wrestler uh, graphic. It wasn't Jericho. There you go. Oh, there you go. Uh, but I don't think that's – it does look like Jericho, though. I took it away because um, – I like it a little bit. I like it to be a little bit more uh, simple. Like it was, like this is a little bit too too busy for me now. So I took it away. Um, so yeah, if, if, I like it sleeker. Like yeah, very much sleek. Now you get to see you get to see this, and um, yeah. This isn't as big. This is, you know, nice font. Then you have the subscribe right there. So you get to see more of the ambiance and the feel of the background, which I prefer. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What is the point of Roman's new title, Yon? Agreed, especially when it's not his fault that he's one. He won the championship for both brands. And what do they do? They give him one championship for one brand. Like, here's how we reward you for winning both championships for one brand. We'll give you one championship to only be defended on one brand. That's a congratulations. Weird. I see EO and LA Knight winning one in the bank. Do you agree with me? If so, why or why not? Uh, so I can see mm, EO perhaps if she breaks away from Bailey, but EO just doesn't have the it factor as far as main roster 
perfect in NFC, perfect in Japan, but you need character, you need some type of panache, you know, you need that type of um, allure. Um, so, yeah, you need that type of allure when it comes to that. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't see it. My guess would be, um, I see. Uh, see, I'm not. I'm not selling an L Knight either. As far as as far as a world champion, like with with the with what we see right now, L A Knight is going to win the Money in the Bank and be world champion within a year. Like I, I don't see it. I, I think that the fans, uh, the fans have that type of thing where we want you to be. Like, like we're starting wanting to put this person over. And since you aren't listening to what we say, like the person of the, the flavor of the month, basically, not from a standpoint of L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight's been putting in work for a long time. Nice guy. I've interviewed him before. He's been putting in work a long time. All right. One of the best mouthpieces in all of professional wrestling. But how this is how fans work. Fans are fickle. Fans will pick the flavor of their particular flavor of the month. And then after that, they'll discard that flavor of the month for a shiny new toy. Just like Tony Khan does, actually, by the way. And so I don't see that. I mean, I, it was somebody that was their flavor of the month that they were booing recently. And I was just like, see, that's the type of stuff that I'm talking about. Like, you, like people just can't you, – you, fans just don't have patience. They just don't have that stick-to-itiveness. They don't have the ability to really buy in and lock in on a character. I will partially – well, largely blame how WWE books wrestlers, too. That's horrible. But there was some wrestler recently that I was – that I saw the reaction of fans, to, and they started booing him a bit. And I'm like, what in the world? Like, this is this is it. This is this is the reason why WWE doesn't listen to fans much because fans are so fickle. Uh, do my kids like wrestling like I do? My um, my middle child does. My youngest son, he, he he's a big wrestling fan. Uh, my oldest son likes wrestling too, but not as much as my middle middle child does. We finally get to see main event Jey Uso. Nope. That's right, X Doc for show. Um, Jeff's in the building. I did hear about that too. Um, yeah, I did hear about that. I did hear about that. I think that's better than what we were ch- trying to get. I think he'll probably get a little bit more respect if he returns to the fiend. But unfortunately, I think people are over Bray. I think they're over him. And sad, I do think that, uh, like I said, he's just a beautiful mind, man. But he needs to be, he needs to be carved out. Like his beautiful mind needs to be concentrated and um, sandpapered, so to speak, smoothed out, you know, um, because he's just so out of the box and out there that it's not really conducive to the 
the the fans, the the, the pro wrestling fans. Movies, absolutely. Pro wrestling, no, not so much. It'll be a month for Rollins. July 1st, I think it'll be Bella versus Rollins 101 because of K. Yeah. I mean, Bella's from Ireland, though. I mean, you know, uh, Ireland, Scotland, Scotland, and Wales, you know, I mean, that's, I guess that is, was it Northern Ireland as a part of the UK? UK? Uh, why would you make him the baby face of it all? Yeah. England, Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. Yeah. I know my, I know my geography. Yeah. So where where is Bray County at? That in uh, that's I know that's in Ireland, but uh, Bray County, Whitlow, Low, uh, okay, it's the Republic of Ireland. Um, interesting. Twenty kilometers south of Dublin City. Interesting. Okay. It looks beautiful. Nice uh nice beach. Very nice. I like to visit Ireland. Yeah, that makes sense. It's in London though, so that's in England. So I guess because it's in UK, um they'll give Finn the rub there. But do Finn get the UK rub? So why are they yeah, I just I, I wouldn't give Finn Finn's playing the heel, but they're going to give him the spot against Rollins, who's the babyface. Wouldn't that tarnish? Wouldn't that confiscate a bit um, Rollins' momentum if they're going if they're making him go against someone who's from the UK? That wouldn't make sense to me. I, I, I would definitely not book that. I would I wouldn't book that whatsoever. The Bloodline segment on SmackDown got forty million views across social media and almost three million in the ratings. That's what Storylines does for you. Christopher, sorry, being her here last week. My mom had rehabbing from stomach surgery. Um, thank you. It says you demand. Thank you very much. I'm glad. I hope she's better. Okay, so there's about uh, 90 seconds left, 75 seconds left on the podcast. Uh, we've got about a little bit left on the broadcast. So for those who are on the podcast, we're now listening to the podcast. I'm going to wrap up, uh, but I really each and every single person being a part of this and listening to this. Uh, you guys are awesome. I'm actually going to play some. Uh, exit music for uh, the actual podcast. So look, I've still got a little bit left on the broadcast. So if you're listening to the podcast right now and the archives, go to the YouTube Facebook, uh, go to YouTube uh, Pancakes and Power Slam's YouTube page and go check the archives. Check the bonus and the extra from the podcast that is on the YouTube page pancakes of power slams i am dr chris featherstone for the podcast listeners right now have a good night everybody and again it's going to be the bonus live right now on 
Pancakes, a part of Sam's YouTube. Have a good night, buddy. God bless and so long. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.